If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is up, everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave. Today, we got three stories for you. Let's get into it. First up, a competitive Pokemon community bans four new powerful monsters. With Pokemon Scarlet and Violet being out for a couple weeks now, Pokemon players are quickly learning the ins and outs of each and every Pokemon. Some more than others. <laughs> uh, the competitive community in particular is quite to analyze, quick, sorry, to analyze the strengths and weaknesses of new Pokemon and their moves. In one of these communities, Smogon University, has already eliminated four overpowered Pokemon from its competitive community. Smogon is a community with forms and matchmaking for competitive battles. It's got a number of different formats for a variety of Pokemon games, including Scarlet and Violet. It's a huge community with thousands of active battlers, and its most popular format is called Overused, or OU. It's not an official competitive community, and it's unaffiliated with the Pokemon Video Game Championship which is run, obviously, by the Pokemon Company. Smogon's rules apply only to their community and not to official Pokemon events. Additionally, most of Smogon's rule sets are for single matches, while the video game championship format uses double battles exclusively. Rules in Pokemon tiers, tier levels are managed by a group of nine council uh, who are particularly skilled at Pokemon battles. For a Pokemon to be banned, seven out of the nine must vote in favor of a ban. Why ban a Pokemon from a competitive community? Well, these Pokemon would quickly overpower the meta, making the format much less fun or fair. And if you do want to use these Pokemon, you're welcome to move over to another less popular format. The first two Pokemon to be banned were Fluttermane and Paradox Pokemon and Houndstone, the Graveyard Evolution. As Game Rant reported, Fluttermane, for one, is a Pokemon that's hard to match. It's got powerful advantages, such as a Fairy Ghost Pokemon, along with huge special attack and special speed stats. Smogon wrote, Houndstone, on the other hand, isn't especially overpowered, but a single move is last respects. The move gains strength as other Pokemon faint, giving it a massive blast of power if it's the last Pokemon standing or close to it. This is a bigger deal in single battles in the OU tier than in the video game championships double battles. Since singles have six Pokemon, doubles only have four. So last respects can do more damage than singles. Smogon considered banning just to move, but Houndstone is currently the only monster in Scarlet and Violet that can use it. If that changes, this really may too. However, on Friday, Smogon's council voted to ban two more Pokemon. Palafin and Iron Bundle. Palafin is the adorable dolphin Pokemon with a zero powerful, super powerful ability called Zero to Hero, which turns the dolphin into a superhero. 
I, I've seen that happen. It's quite hilarious. Uh, it's the ability which takes it over the edge. Council members called it far too powerful, demanding, and low cost. As Smogon's council explained, in its hero form, Palafin has a base stat total of 650. For context, this is higher than that of a Mega Charizard, as well as some popular legendary Pokemon in the competitive scene, like Cresselia, Thunderous, and Landorus. Only a handful of Pokemon, most of them legendary, have higher base stat totals, and most of these have similarly not been allowed in Smogon's OU tier. Finally, Aaron Bundle, the Deli Bird-like Paradox Pokemon, was the next to be cut, get cut. Due to its exceptional offensive abilities that are too hard to defend against. Though it was the only one of the four banned Pokemon whose banning was not unanimous, the group's gone in-depth on which on why each of these competitors were banned on the Smogon forms. At that time, Smogon's council voted on a few other Pokemon too, like Kresslar, Chen Pao, and Affiliate. As the OU metagame changes, the council will likely analyze these and more Pokemon again. After all, Scarlet and Violet are still in the early days and there is a lot more to discover. So, yeah, I mean, it not necessarily in a in a TCG or a, a video game aspect, but think of it as the TCG aspect, for instance. There is a lot of cards that get banned over the years. Um, you know, usually older cards kind of thing, or they kind of get swapped out in time, right? So this kind of makes sense on to, yes, keep things relevant, but at the same time, make it fair and fun, like they mentioned in the uh, article. Um, for instance, I mean, I've gone to a few kind of, you know, tabletop games where it's not a tournament. I'm not earning points or anything, but I've gone to a few games where, I've got an opponent who is just absolutely jacked with his deck. There is no way in heck I'm going to beat this guy. And, I mean, you're you're being one-shot instantly, even with your basic Vs and Vmaxes and Vstars and stuff like that. You're still being one-shot because they just have a deck that's so massively stacked. And, I honestly, I, I'll, I'll say it right here and right now. I've gone to the point where I have three of my six prize cards remaining because, you know, the competitor is one shot at me and just dominating and I forfeit. I reach across the table, give the guy a handshake and say, you know what? I I wish I could say I had fun. I'm not having fun. Thanks. Uh, I'll, I'll pack it up and I'll walk away from the table. It's not the first time it's it's happened. It's probably certainly won't be the last um, it just, you know, it happens. And thank God Pokemon actually has rules and regulations in place because everybody wants to have fun, right? Nobody wants to go to a tournament and just basically sit there while they're destroyed, even with their powerful Pokemon on the bench and in the active spot. Um, so it's kind of nice to have some regulation, uh, whether it be the TCG or the video game aspect, uh, whether it's actually official or not. Your second story, continuing on with the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, uh, I guess, theme, <laughs> would be Pokemon Scarlet's version 110 is now available. 
and Nintendo apologizes for performance issues and bugs, with them being quoted as saying, we take the feedback from players seriously. Well, I mean, if you had millions of copies of the game sold within three days, I would hope you actually take our feedback seriously. I mean, I've seen some gameplay of some glitches, and it is disgusting. Uh, I mean, in fact, I don't know how many times I've walked around in the game and seen what looks like a, a mudslide, only to realize that, no, it's just the side of a cliff reanimating and being defying gravity, essentially. Uh, so... Uh, this was this came out yesterday at about uh, 8 p.m. So December the 1st. I'm recording this on the 2nd. So Pokemon Scarlet and Violet have been available on the Switch for a few weeks now. And since release, there's been a lot of concerns raised about the game's tech issues. Although the 9th gen is a step in the right direction for the series with its new open world gameplay, the performance issues and bugs have made it quite difficult for some trainers to enjoy. Now, in an update... Nintendo has announced a new patch for Scarlet and Violet will be released on December 1st. In addition to full patch notes via the official support page, it also apologized for the game's issues and mentioned how it's taking player feedback on board and aims to provide trainers around the globe with a positive experience. They go on to say, We are aware that players may encounter issues that affect the game's performance. Our goal is to always give players a, a positive experience with our games, and we apologize for the inconvenience. We take the feedback from players seriously and are working on improvements to the games. Seems very cookie-cutter, like every other company in the world. Whether that's a true, sincere apology or a PR stunt, I have no idea. Uh, as for the update, version 110, players can look forward to, to Season 1 of the game's ranked battles, a music fix, and other select bug fixes, which are not detailed, of course. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Season 1 of Ranked Battles will kick off, allowing you to enjoy Ranked Battles through the Battle Stadium. Please check the in-game notes for more details about Ranked Battles. An issue has been fixed that caused the music to not play correctly during the battles with the Elite Four and the top champion in the Victory Road Path. Other select bugs have, bugs have also been made. In our own Pokemon Scarlet and Violet review here on Nintendo Life, as they mentioned, uh, they mentioned how excited they were for the series, uh, for the series feature, but couldn't overlook the wildly inconsistent performances, uh, both issues and visuals. Since then, the bugs and tech issues have been well documented. You can catch up on this and some other previous uh, mentioned stories from them 
as well as I mean they're they're all over YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. Uh, tech issues aside, the ninth gen of the Pokemon Monster has broken a number of records worldwide, going on to become the highest selling title across Nintendo within the first three days by surpassing 10 million sales. New entries have also been crowned the biggest launch ever for a video game in Japan. I mean, yeah, there's it is a massively anticipated game and their sales reflect that. I mean, hell, I bought both versions of the game because I, I well, I mean, I kind of wanted both versions because I kind of like the futuristic look and the kind of prehistoric look. But in all honesty, I couldn't decide what freaking starter I wanted. None of the three starters really grabbed my attention as being, hey, look, I have to have this fire starter or water starter or grass starter. So I figured, uh, screw it, I'll buy both games and I'll I'll take two out of three starters. Um, you know, the third starter that I'm not going to pick, and I'll, I'll tell you right now, is going to be uh, uh, the fire starter. Fear, fear, Coco, fear, Coco. Uh, I mean, yeah, his evolutions. I've seen them. They're not meh. They're they're eh. I mean, they could have done a whole lot better than just a fire alligator. Like, come on. Uh, Quaxley and Sprig. They look kind of cool. So I, I'm, I picked Sprig for uh, Scarlet. No, no, sorry, for Violet picked uh, Sprig for Violet, uh, and when I go into Scarlet, I'll be picking Quaxley, obviously. Um, so yeah, what do you guys actually think of, you know, with Nintendo um, going forward with this, thank God, a, a patch to fix this. I mean, they came out with it, what, a couple weeks late from the game release. Could they not have just pushed back the game release to, say, December 1st? Have the game come out right before Christmas. I mean, you're going to get the last minute Christmas shoppers buying this for their kids and their grandkids and, and whatnot. So, I mean, I well, who's to say that it's not going to have another massive surge in sales come just before Christmas or even on Boxing Day when, well, let's be honest, there won't be any sales on this game. It's going to be $80 Canadian or whatever it is down in the US for a very long time. I mean, look at Brilliant Diamond and uh, and Pearl, they're still $80 Canadian up here. Uh, I don't know if it lowered at all in, in the state side or across the seas. Um, but even even games that are like three, four years old, they're still sitting at $80. I mean, even some of the mid-range games are still sitting at basically what they were for retail, if not more. So... I mean, Pokemon never gets cheap unless you're looking at the TCG, and then you might be able to get some clearance items. And finally, the world's largest Pokemon collection fails to sell. Hmm. A lot was made up of 20, or sorry, the lot was made up of 20,000 items, including games and action figures. The collection would have expected to reach up to $300,000 or £300,000, actually. Sorry, this was in the UK. Uh, BBC News is actually reporting on this. Uh, the collection, which was expected to reach up to £300,000, did not reach its reserve. Uh, Derbyshire Auction House Hansen said, 
The seller said before the auction she would be keeping a few sentimental items from the collection. The lot consists of trading cards, video games, manga, films, posters, toys, action figures, books, and even toilet paper. Yeah, Pokemon toilet paper. With items from the UK, US, France, and Japan. So, a nice range of, of different stuff. After more than two decades of collecting the popular items, the Hertz Forgeshire-based seller said she had decided to put her haul on sale for financial reasons. I mean, yeah, if you're expecting to get $300,000 out of it, that's a heck of a payday. I mean, minus auction fees and whatnot. The auction house, based in Etwall, has said it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to own the single largest collection of Pokemon memorabilia that has ever come to the market. And that's where that story ends. Um, I mean, did they know that for a fact? Did they, did they look it up to see if it's seriously that big of a collection? Or is there a bigger collection out there? I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I've seen some interesting videos on YouTube and TikTok and you name it. I mean, um, what's his name? PokeRev. PokeRev went to somebody's house there. Um, he's got an entire basement just freaking jam-packed full of Pokemon and very rare Pokemon stuff. Sealed boxes and promo cards and this and that. And even, like modern sets now i i don't know if he had figures so to speak whether it was just strictly the tcg aspect of collecting but i i mean as far as range of products yeah this is probably up there if not the largest collection since it is a wide range of of items different items from all around the world you know you got you um overseas stuff plus north america stuff so, I, I mean, yeah, it could very well be the largest collection. But, I, I mean, at the same time, um, let's be honest. Pokemon is a still a niche market. Um, even though it seems like everybody and their kid is into Pokemon. It is still technically a niche market in a sense. You know, not everybody or, or anybody is going to go out and spend money on Pokemon. Let alone upwards to 300,000 pounds. Um, but again, what what are your thoughts? I will put my dis or my my description below. Oh boy, <laughs> I will put my Instagram. There we go down in the description below. Feel free to send me a message through Instagram. Tell me what you think, and uh, or maybe your, your thoughts and stuff. And I'll, maybe I'll pick the most amazing comments or messages that I get, and I'll include them in the next podcast. Oh, actually, speaking of the next podcast, stay tuned for that because. It's going to be slightly different than what we normally do. So next week's podcast, as it stands, we will be at the Cave Collectibles in a, in Aurelia, Ontario. I cannot speak today. It will be in Aurelia, Ontario. Uh, I'm spending the day there with the guys. Once the doors close, we're going to sit down and do a podcast. We're going to be talking about everything about the store, Pokemon, everything. You know, we're going to start with the early years. You know, what what did you do before the store? What what was going on before the store? Why did you want to open the store? I mean, the one guy was a financial advisor, I believe. 
why why open up a collect a collection store other than putting two and two together you know um that kind of stuff we're gonna touch bases on obviously pokemon tcg video games plushies you name it we're gonna be talking other things that they have in the collections or in the store you know digimon um magic the gathering dragon ball z you name it uh sports cards they have a lot of sports cards as well uh we're going to talk a little bit about nfts um you know i'm still not 100 percent sure on nfts but i know a lot of you guys are so we're going to include that into the podcast as well but until then i will say talk to you later we will see you next week for an amazing podcast take care everyone hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.